You're listening to the Optimize for Impact podcast. If you want to lose 10 or more pounds and maintain a leaner, stronger, fitter, more adventure-ready body, then here are three simple tweaks you can make to your breakfast to do just that. Hi, I'm Joseph Olschlager, and what you're about to experience is a brand new approach toward optimizing your health, wellness, and fitness so that you can fully thrive in both business and in life. But get ready, because we're going against industry norms and we're saying no to hacks, shortcuts, fad diets, and tunnel vision on physique and appearance. And saying yes to simple, timeless principles of health and wellness to build a clear, powerful mind, a strong, capable body, and resilient vitality. So you can go get out there and fully pursue your purpose, maximize your impact, and live a deeply fulfilling, satisfying life. Welcome to the Optimized for Impact podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Optimized for Impact podcast. My name is Joseph, and thank you so much for tuning in. On the show today, I want to give you three simple ways, three simple tweaks you can make to your breakfast or the first meal of your day in order to lose fat and maintain a leaner, stronger, more ready for any adventure body. So let's dive right into this. First off, there's nothing magical about breakfast. I know for years it was billed as the most important meal of the day. And while that sounded great, and indeed it was absolutely incredible marketing for Kellogg and the other breakfast cereal companies who I believe are the ones who invented that. Big surprise. When that has been tested in research, there has been no definitive proof that breakfast is more important or has a greater effect than any of the other meals. There's just nothing magical about it. That being said, there are at least two nuances to consider when we look at breakfast. And that is both a metabolic nuance and a psychological nuance. So the first nuance for metabolic is the fact that breakfast or the first meal of the day, whenever you eat it, that you are in a fasted state. So for most of us, unless like you're on an IV bag or some type of enteral nutrition, as you sleep through the night, you're not eating any food. You're not getting any calories into your body. And so when you wake up the next morning, you are now in some type of fasted state, right? Fasted, I'm using that term loosely and relatively, right? It's just you've had a couple hours go by that you haven't eaten food. That's why I'm defining fasting for this podcast episode. Now, so you wake up in a fasted state and a couple things are going on there. The first one is that because it's been hours since you've eaten protein, your body has shifted metabolically from a state called muscle protein synthesis to a state of muscle protein breakdown. And so what this means is that muscle protein synthesis is what happens after your body consumes protein. It's where your body realizes it has spare protein that just came in through your food, and you can use that protein to begin to repair and build lean muscle or lean tissue. And so when you consume protein, it automatically puts your body in a state of muscle protein synthesis, where it can build or maintain muscle. However, 
When your body runs out of protein that you've consumed, you switch into a state called muscle protein breakdown. And this is where your body begins to use the protein from your muscles or lean tissue, little bits, to turn that into other compounds or chemicals that your body needs to use in other processes. And so during the night, when you haven't eaten protein for hours, your body naturally switches from a state of muscle protein synthesis to muscle protein breakdown. So when you wake up, your body is most likely using little bits of your muscle, of any type of tissue in your body, in order to, it's breaking those down, in order to use those compounds in the protein for other metabolic processes that it needs, just because you haven't eaten protein in hours, okay? The other metabolic aspect to consider is that for most people in the morning, your blood sugar is at a very low place in a fasted state. And that simply is because you haven't eaten any food, you haven't eaten any food with sugars or carbohydrates, and so your body has most likely come down to a lower level and is holding a lower level of equilibrium with blood sugar. So those are the two unique metabolic things to think about when you approach breakfast. But there's a psychological component that I like to bring in to breakfast as well. And that's the, that's the idea of building small wins. And so research shows that there's incredible power in building momentum. So when we get any type of win, right, there is a positive emotion, a, neurotrans, a, a neurochemical reaction or release in the brain of like dopamine, serotonin, and these feel-good molecules that get us excited, that remind us, yes, that win, whatever it was in life, is a good thing and we want more of those wins. Simply put, it makes us feel good, right? So if you, I'm sure you've experienced this, any type of time where you won something or you were successful or you're victorious or you did something that you were proud of, you feel good. And that's the emotion that I'm talking about here. So when you can begin your day with making choices or doing things that you know supports the goals, the aspirations, and the successes that you want in life, that feels good. And that builds momentum. And that momentum is something that can carry you into the day and help you keep making choices that are in alignment with your goals, choices that you know are best for you and best for who you hope to be and what you hope to accomplish in life. Okay, so it's momentum. And so when you, with breakfast, do certain things or make certain health choices, dietary choices that you know are in a line with the goals that you want, then that can build momentum. Those are small wins that can get you excited, get you, it gives you evidence that you are the type of person that makes decisions to move you closer to the person you want to be or the goals that you have for yourself. And that's powerful. That is a powerful psychological motivator to continue to make good choices through the day. So those are the two nuances. We were looking at a metabolic nuances of uh, muscle protein breakdown and low blood sugar, as well as the psychological nuance of being able to build a win and set the tone for the day right from the start of the day. Okay, so let's move into what are the three simple breakfast tweaks that you can make for a leaner, stronger, more ready for adventure or capable body. So here's the first one. No surprise. It's going to be about protein. 
So with breakfast, you want to eat at least one serving of protein. And I recommend one to two. Now, what is a serving of protein? For most people, that's between 20 to 30 grams of protein. So if you're looking at one to two servings, that could be anywhere from 20 up to 60 grams of protein, with 20 to 30 being each serving of protein. Now, the reason you want protein, as we discussed earlier, is you want to reverse muscle protein breakdown that's occurring while you're in a fasted state in order to get into muscle protein synthesis. Now, you want this because you want to maintain lean tissue in your body, right? That's the goal, is you, if you want to stay leaner, build strength, build capability, build fitness, which I think most of us want that, then protein, you want to maintain your lean mass. And so you want to immediately, or as soon as you eat a meal, you want to eat protein so you can swap out of that muscle protein breakdown, that state where your body's harvesting little bits of your muscle or tissue because of the uh, nutrients it needs in the protein. And you want to flip it around as quick as you can to, be, to give your body the protein it needs to now be able to use protein, build your muscles back up, add it into your tissues, and not have to be taking away proteins from your lean mass. Okay? So eat one to two servings of protein to reverse muscle protein breakdown into muscle protein synthesis. But there's another benefit of protein. It turns out that out of the three macronutrients, carbohydrates, fats, and proteins, proteins actually promote something called satiety greater than the other macronutrients. Now, satiety is a fancy term for feeling more full for longer, okay? So it decreases or it, uh, it basically staves off hunger for longer. So you aren't going to feel as hungry as soon if you eat protein. Now, this happens for two reasons. One is that protein uniquely reduces a hunger hormone in your body called ghrelin. So when you eat protein, there is a chemical, a hormonal and chemical change that occurs. Sensors kind of go off, like warning sirens go off in your stomach, and they say, hey, we got protein. This is great. Let's dial down the hormone, ghrelin, that makes us hungry. And it, it appears from research that protein suppresses that hunger hormone for a longer period than the other carbohydrates, or sorry, the other macronutrients. And so this means that if ghrelin is suppressed, you are less likely to feel hungry for longer, a longer period of time. And that means you are less likely to eat more calories during that day. Because if you aren't feeling hungry, if you aren't feeling like snacking, you're probably not going to eat more food. And so by reducing the total number of calories you eat during that day, by just not feeling hungry, you can in effect, begin to lose fat, you can see some of that fat loss, while being able to maintain a lower leaner or a lower body fat percentage or a leaner body composition. So those are the two benefits of eating one to two servings of protein with breakfast or the first meal of the day. All right, the second tweak is to drink a glass of water with breakfast. Now this does two things. One, it helps you stay hydrated, and two, it increases satiety as well. So when you're dehydrated, dehydration can lead to feeling tired and fatigued. 
When you're tired and fatigued, research shows that you make more poor eating decisions. You are much more likely to reach for snacks that are higher in simple sugars, and you're much more likely to eat food because your brain is trying to get your energy back up. It can't realize all the time when you're tired from simply not eating, like if you're starving, or if you're tired from being dehydrated or some other thing. And so by staying hydrated, you can reduce the occurrence or the amount of fatigue or tiredness that you feel, which can help stave off those hunger cravings for longer. But in addition, the volume, the pure volume of water being in your stomach and in your intestines can also trigger uh, pathways that also turn down ghrelin again. The amount of volume that's in your stomach or in your digestive tract is a signal to your body to say, hey, this is good, we're good, dial down the hunger. Your body can't always tell if that volume is something that is food or if it is something that is just water. Now, a bonus note here, a good practice for trying to maintain a leaner body composition. This does come back to energy balance, right? And so what most people recommend is to leave most of the calories or the energy you consume for the food that you eat rather than the fluids that you drink. Okay, so high calorie fluids, they don't, they are not necessarily as satisfying or filling as foods because that fluid volume can move through your body much quicker than food volume can. And so if you stick to mainly primarily water or no calorie fluids, then that volume that your body registers as um, food that it no longer is hungry anymore, that volume can be no calorie. And then you can leave the rest of the volume in your stomach for calorie bearing foods. Okay, so we've talked about protein, one to two servings of protein. We talked about why a glass of water can help maintain a leaner, stronger, adventure-ready body. The final one is a fruit or vegetable. Now, fruits or vegetables, again, increase satiety. You might be seeing a recurring theme here. They increase satiety. They help make you feel fuller for longer, again, because they are, one, a higher volume. Just like protein, and just like we talked about with water, when you eat foods that have a higher volume, literal size of the food, when that food enters your stomach, as more and more piles in and your stomach stretches, that is a signal to your body that, hey, we're good, decrease hunger, and encourage them to stop eating. And so fruits and vegetables are great for this because they are low calorie for the amount of size that they are. So you can eat a lot of fruits and vegetables relatively and have a full stomach, but a lower calorie level that you consumed. And so by including a piece of fruit or finding a way you can work vegetables into your breakfast, this helps increase the volume and then decrease how much food your body wants to eat. Finally, fruits and vegetables have fiber and fiber actually slows down the digestion of your food in your intestines, which is another stimulus that tells your body, hey, we're good, dial down ghrelin, we don't need to eat any food because we have a bunch of food in our intestines right now. So dial the hunger down, we're good. Fiber helps slow down your digestion and keep food in your intestine for longer, 
It slows down the breakdown of food. So you again stay feeling more full for a longer period of time. So those are the three tweaks that you can make to your breakfast. Eat one to two servings of protein, which was between 20 to 60 grams of protein to get muscle protein synthesis started, to drink a glass of water so you can stay hydrated and energized, as well as increase a little volume to how much food you eat, helps your body feel full, and then fruits or vegetables. Eat them because they also help you feel more full while increasing and giving you a sweet nutrient, vitamin, mineral bomb, essentially, to get your day going. So I hope this was helpful. This is the way that I eat breakfast almost every day. I'll eat fruits, veggies, good, good servings of protein, usually two, and then we'll drink a big glass of water with that meal. And that has helped me be able to stave off cravings, build muscle, get my day started well with little wins that get me excited for the rest of the day and ultimately allow me to have an adventure-ready body that is capable, fit, and ready for all the cool stuff that I want to do for the rest of the day, week, month, and ultimately life. Okay, thank you for tuning in. If you found this helpful, please, number one, share it with a friend. That's the thing that this is all about is we all want to, or my, my goal here is to not just help you improve your health, improve your fitness, improve your wellness, but to bring other people up together with us. If you found this helpful, if you know someone who would benefit from hearing this podcast as well, I just ask that you simply hit the dots and click share, email, text, however it is, send it by pigeon right? Share it with your friends, bring them up together, and let's all make this next year a year that we build leaner, stronger, fitter bodies, sharp, clear, powerful minds, and incredible health and vitality so that we can fully pursue our purpose, maximize our impact, and live a more deeply fulfilling, meaningful life. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next week on the Optimized for Impact podcast.